Hello, and welcome to Range of Motion, or ROMcast, where I cover all things health and fitness. I'm your host, Hunter Kelly, and today I'm talking about training for health versus training for aesthetics or looks. First off, I want to apologize to everybody for not posting an episode for well over a month. Uh... I have had the worst case of senioritis in my life. I am in my last semester at college, and I am really feeling it. I guess it's making up for high school, because I didn't really have it in high school, but let me tell you, it is it is most definitely real. I am very much ready to be just done with school. And it is just not coming quick enough. I have slightly over a month at the time of recording, so that's fun. Excited to graduate. I just hate that it's made me be so lazy with schoolwork, so it pushes that back later in the day, later in the week. So it just really cuts into my time that I can record and make podcast episodes and do some of the other stuff I would like to do with my time. But sometimes I'm just lazy. Also, with Halloween over, hope everyone had a fantastic Halloween. Hope you're eating all of the great candy and you can just throw away the Whoppers and Heath Bars and all of the nasty ones. But keep all the good stuff. Uh, Also, feel free to let me know what y'all were. I love seeing Halloween costumes. Bit of a nerd. Love cosplaying and stuff like that. Me, personally, I dressed up as Daredevil from Season 1 of the Netflix series. If you have not seen it, it is well worth the watch. Alright, with all of the rough housekeeping done, let's, let's just dive right into today's topic, which is all about training for health versus training for your looks or aesthetics. So first off, just training in general is going to be beneficial to both. If you've not spent any significant time training, doing so will help. If you're looking to lose weight, it's going to be a great way to start losing that weight. Or if you're trying to gain a little muscle, if you're on the smaller side, it will also do that. And in doing that, you're also going to have those health benefits as well. Starting out doing some cardio uh, it, it all comes back to the five health-related components of fitness, so muscular strength, endurance, body composition, flexibility, and cardio. I'm not looking at a list, so I hope I didn't repeat. I am kind of slow sometimes. Anyway, whenever you start training, all of those will start to increase, and by increasing all of them, you're helping to increase your overall health. But what tends to happen a lot in today's society is there's such a push that you need to look a certain way, that you need to be a certain way or behave in certain mannerisms. And if y'all ever get a chance to take a sociology class or even like a, a sports sociology class, both of those super interesting, some of the best classes I've ever taken. Uh, I've walked away with 
a solid chunk of information. But anyway, society tells us how to look, essentially. And a lot of that comes down to a lot. Uh, comics, movies, uh, what people's preferences are. And throughout the course of time, you'll really see how that changes. And I'm going to get into a little bit more of that here in just a second. But before I do so, I want to talk solely about what it means to train for health. And then we'll go into training for looks, and I'll get into a little bit more about how society plays a big role in what quote-unquote looks are. So, for the health component, it's something that we as kinesiologists look a lot into. It's probably the main thing that we study uh, as like the big umbrella. There's a lot of subdivisions that look at you know, strength training and uh, athletics and all the different parts that go into it. But overall, health is probably the main thing that we look at and the main thing that we're pushing. And whenever we're talking about health, it's going back to those five health-related components, which in turn allow an individual to live a longer, healthier, and happier life. That's been drilled into my head for the past two and a half years or so. But what that means is when you're training, you're training all of these components which allow you to essentially just kind of go out and do whatever you want to within within reason. So kinesiology, it's about being able to go through your normal day and then still have energy at the end of it to partake in physical activity or do something that you find enjoyable. I have one professor who's super big on outdoors. So anytime that he gets done at school teaching, professing, I'm not sure what the correct terminology is, lecturing to us, he likes to go spend his time outdoors. Very much, I am very much the same way. Uh, Anytime that I can be outside, I would love to be outside rather than stuck at a desk staring at a computer screen all day. But having that energy comes from the training we do. And the training can come from the activity itself. So if you're out kayaking on a lake or hiking through the woods, rock climbing, all of that stuff can help play into a role of how much energy and how much of the training is affecting your health. The main thing that I like to look at is cardio. I I know what you're thinking. Everybody hates cardio, but hear me out. It is very beneficial to the most important muscle in the body, which is the heart. The heart is the only muscle that never rests. It's constantly beating and the, the best thing that we can do, in my personal opinion, is take care of it. So I, I try and help people find the cardio that they like the best. Because the last thing you need to do is go into a gym and walk on a treadmill for an hour and hate your life for that entire hour. And I know I've talked about this before. I personally love getting on a bike and being able to ride for me, that's 
it's not even like it's an exercise. It's just fun. So being able to help other people find what works for them that's training cardio is what I try and do. So if you love walking on a treadmill, by all means, keep doing so. But if you're one of those people that can't stand it, I would highly recommend trying out different cardio machines, maybe doing walks outside, do a little bit of hiking, uh, just something that changes it up, something that makes it more interesting to you, something a little more fun. Another thing about training for health is it's not necessarily the main reason why people start to work out. It normally develops after they've kind of been in the gym for a little bit because most of the time, especially in today's society, what I've seen is people start working out because they want to get bigger or they want to lose the weight. It's purely an aesthetic reason for why they started, which there's nothing wrong with that. Like I said earlier, getting into the gym is always going to be better than not. So if you're starting off for whatever the reason may be, it's always better than not starting at all. Uh, plenty of quotes you can go along with that, but I'm not going to be lame and quote quotes to you. Uh, another thing with health-related components are they're not really pushed pushed if I could speak English that would be awesome they're not pushed as much when we're younger and it's slowly changing a little bit but I remember back in like elementary intermediate and middle school uh, intermediate for those of y'all non-Texan natives it's an odd stage between elementary school and middle school. So middle school or uh, elementary school was grades one through four. Intermediate was fourth and fifth grade. And then middle school was sixth and no. I'm an idiot. It's been a while. <laughs> Intermediate was fifth and sixth grade. And then middle school was seventh and eighth. It was an odd division of classes which I guess in a sense made made sense anyway I digress but the PE teachers we had were those that just like pushed you to do a sport and not necessarily a lifetime sport or a lifelong sport it, it would be something like dodgeball or go out and do some football or flag football something that if you weren't already athletic, you weren't really going to enjoy. And even though I was athletic at the time doing jujitsu, a lot of that stuff just didn't interest me. And I think that translated across the board to a lot of students because the PE teachers are just pushing what they like rather than helping to educate the kid on why being active is important or helping them find a sport that they can enjoy for a longer period of time than the roughly, what, 45 minutes or an hour of class that they have. And that's another thing that also comes up in kinesiology is that schools are developing children's brains just to be workers. So it's all about 
your core classes, math, science, history, and stuff like that. Excuse me. And all you get is one little class of PE, or you have to be doing extracurricular activities for other sports. So I know in the state of North Carolina, football, wrestling, soccer, all of those sports are outside of school hours. And the high school I went to in Texas, they were actually a class that you took. So like one period of your day would actually be the sport. And then you would still have your before school practice or after school practice, however the coach had it set up. So now I'm going to dive into a little bit more on training for looks or aesthetics, which I think is one of the bigger reasons why people start going to the gym. And to a degree, it's good because it can be a driving factor that keeps you going and keeps you striving to be better for yourself. But it also puts a lot of stress on people that are not setting smart goals. They are very unrealistic or they they have a misconception of how the body changes with exercise and how much size and mass they can put on or how much size and mass that they can lose. Uh, like I was saying earlier, society plays a, a major role in what is aesthetically pleasing to the eye at any given time. So... I was trying to find some good references, and this is one thing I hate about just solely being a voiceover podcast, but if you get the chance, or you've seen the movie, look up Adam West as Batman. He was the original Batman, and at the time, that was that was peak physique. He was the superhero Batman. And even if you look at old school comics, the musculature of the superhero was, well, it wasn't really there. Adam West, I wouldn't ever say he had big arms. He was probably in decent shape. Looks like he's carrying a little bit of body weight in his torso and legs. But he's not really the superhero that you think of today. He's not jacked up and just massive and that's part of society kind of telling us what looks good and you can see that a lot back in the 1966 is when the Batman movie came out and throughout that time frame you can really see what ideal physiques were I remember talking in one of my sociology classes about people like Clint Eastwood and John Wayne, and they didn't really have outstanding physiques by today's classifications, but they were considered to be some of the most attractive and well-built men back in the time. And then if you try and compare them to the same standard today, you're essentially looking at a six-foot-two fairly skinny guy compared to a six-foot-two massive unit of a man like Henry Cavill. Cavill. I think that's how you say his last name. Hope he doesn't kill me. Uh, but if you look at Man of Steel that came out in 2013, 
the way that they train to get to be the superhero status that they are today, they are just so much bigger. They have more developed musculature, and a lot of that gets pushed into the minds of younger generations. And you can really see the change over the 47 years between just the two superheroes. You can even look back at the original Superman, and I cannot think of his name to save my life. But the change in the two is just astronomical. Uh, It's hard to believe that one, not even a, not even a half century, just 47 years that society can change our minds so much on what is eye appealing as far as workout aesthetics. And even if you look back in the 70s and 80s when Arnold was winning all of his Olympia titles compared to the people that are winning Olympia titles now, he's not as big as they are now, nor is he as lean. And in bodybuilding now, they're just like single-digit body fat percentages, super striated. You can really see that muscle definition. And a lot of that stuff just it gets pushed into people's minds of like, this is what you need to look like. This is how it is. And it gets people in the gym initially, but they're comparing themselves to these top level athletes like Chris Bumstead, or even if they're more in the athletic department, like sports wise, they're looking at these top level athletes and trying to compare themselves to them when they have, the athletes themselves have these elite level genetics, they're training nonstop every day, and I'm not bashing anybody, but most of us can't spend our entire lives dedicated to one practice. If we could, that would be awesome, but we sometimes we have to step back and be like, okay, what's realistic for me? I'm obviously not going to be a Mr. Olympia competitor. I'm just not built for that. And a lot of a lot of times people get just discouraged because they realize like I'm never going to be like this person or that person. And so they just kind of throw in the towel and give up rather than trying to take a different approach and be like, "Well, I can't be this person." Let me be a little more myself and do what I find enjoyable. It's They get so caught up in the, the looks or the, I want to be like this person. And I think it's something that we all fall into at times. You kind of have your idols and you just, you want to be more like them. And then you realize that maybe it's not the best thing out there. Or it's not the most achievable thing for you. So you you just have to learn how to slightly tweak it. And if y'all need help with some slight modifications, I'm trying not to be super specific on it. Uh, feel free to reach out to me and I will definitely help you out to the best of my ability. Or help you find someone that can help you out a lot more than I can. And that about covers everything that I wanted to talk about for training for 
health versus looks or aesthetics. There's a couple other points that I might say for a future topic or a future breakdown on individual aspects. But for now, that's going to conclude this episode of ROMcast. And as always, I highly appreciate any shares that y'all do or you can follow me on the gram at hunter underscore kelly underscore 99 the most original username in the world guaranteed hands down and hopefully i will have the next episode out in less than a month hopefully i can get back on the every other week schedule until i graduate and then i want to come back at y'all full blast one episode a week hopefully knock on wood And uh, I will see y'all in a couple of weeks. Stay safe, and this is Hunter Kelly signing off.